Yes, thank you very much, Joe. Thank you for having me back. And what the fuck's going on? I don't know anymore. I don't know what's going on with this scenario. I, you, this, I, I don't know. What, what are you guys doing? I don't you, know. You don't need to know, Scott. Ethan knows. It's fine. <laughs> okay, good, good. As long as one of us does. Yeah. I mean, didn't this come up in playtesting? I feel that we've made some very sensible choices. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I I am so, so, so glad that you were not one of the playtest groups for the Two-Headed Serpent, because yeah. God only knows what the campaign <laughs> would have ended up like. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I think he's trying to politely say we're somewhat atypical. Anyway, shall we have a recap? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think the recap should just be 30 seconds of me screaming. But, um, <laughs> so last time, <laughs> you tried... To save the situation, well, when I say you, I mean Bart primarily, tried to save the situation by gaining control over all these snakes. But his idea of control was basically terrifying them, which led them into a mass biting spree against the townsfolk of Bingham. And this resulted in an awful lot of deaths. The sight of this pushed Ethan over the edge. I mean, Ethan has been a long-term resident of the edge for a while but he's he's finally moved on from there <laughs> and then you had your little pilgrimage uh down to the ruined church and then on to the reverend's house because spencer had relayed the fact that he had seen the naked form of the reverend walking back into town and you assumed that he was down there, and sure enough, the lights were on in his house. There was a brief conversation, uh, somewhat reminiscent of the end of of Mice and Men, where I think they were, uh, yeah, Charles was about to invite uh, yeah, Ethan to go off and see the rabbits or the snakes or something. And um, you, Ethan went into the house, talked to the reverend, uh, and relayed some of the things that had gone on during the time the Reverend had been dead. The Reverend was very, very upset about this and wanted to go back and see the bodies of his parishioners. Uh, Ethan took him back there with the others following in tow, and seeing the Reverend's distress, Ethan was moved to call upon the power of Yig to see whether he could restore the faithful to life. This took a lot out of him. He is bleeding from the eyes and other places. His skin is splitting. He is withering away. But he has successfully called upon the power of Yig. And as we left it, the bodies were lying on the ground around them, but beginning to rise and move. So, there you are. Outside the burnt remains of the Schoenbaum house. Uh, and yeah, it, it is exactly that. It is the Reverend Cornfield and Ethan, or the thing that used to be Ethan, there, kneeling in amongst all these bodies. Ethan has been crying out in the cowl, uh, calling upon the power of Yig. And one by one, these bodies on the ground are beginning to writhe. They're not getting to their feet, though. Some of them are, some of them are wriggling, some of them are squirming there in the dust. And then, one by one, you see their skins splitting. 
and and you know they they're they're reaching up with their limbs or at least you know some of them are to pull away these these husks these dead shells of of human skin you know into which they're being reborn and showing you what lies underneath these sort of pale misshapen scaled things not quite like the serpent people you've seen before but these sort of mockeries of the human form in ophidian shape they've got milky eyes their their features are flat and there is definitely more of the snake to them than the human and and yeah one by one they are they're tearing away at their skin at their clothes and revealing these 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 wriggling pale things beneath let's have sanity rolls off everyone except for Ethan who I imagine is absolutely fucking delighted by this <laughs> Charles fails with a 53 yes, my versus brothers and sisters. 43 <laughs> uh, Bart's oh Bart's fails with a 71 against 67 I feel like Jane should be being affected by this, but somehow she's so kind of just in shock and just kind of not processing things. <laughs> it's actually not phased her directly. Well, she's rolled a 19. You're less phased. Um, against but her. Well, we'll see how phased you are in a moment. You're not getting off with no sand loss. Uh, and how about... Uh, <laughs> How, how about Spencer? <laughs> this is Scott we're talking about. You're not going to walk away with nothing. <laughs> yeah, not if Scott got anything to say about it. <laughs> Did Spencer make his roll? Yes, uh, 79. Uh, versus 38. Okay. So those of you who passed, so that sounds like it was just uh, Bart and Jane. Is that right? No, Bart failed as well. Oh right, so it's, it it is purely Jane who who passed. So, so Jane loses two points of San. Uh, I mean, she's obviously you know uh, somewhat upset by this, but she is not. Uh, her mind isn't breaking as a result of it. The rest of you, on the other hand, let's she's start not with been Charles. around long enough to know just how badly this could go. <laughs> So, yeah, Charles loses eight points of sand. Oh, that takes you down to 35. Oh, that sounds like you're indefinitely insane as well. So, uh, yep, Bart loses five points of sand. And Spencer loses eight points of sand. So who out of you has lost during the course of the last few hours between this and the incident with everyone dying in the first place, who out of you has lost at least a fifth of your total sand? Or at least the sand you started with? Um, I'd almost certainly, um, Charles. Okay. I'm not sure, maybe. What was your sand before you lost the eight points? Uh, it was 38. So, yes. So, yes. <laughs> so Charles and Spencer are mm. definitely going indefinitely insane here. Bart might be having a bout of madness. Let's have an intelligence roll to determine this. Oh, I rolled a five. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> so the good news is that each one of the three of you who failed here gets another point of Cthulhu Mythos. Yay. 
Lucky, lucky. You, 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 you've, you've all picked up some Cthulhu Mythos at some stage, I assume, by having mm. bats. Yeah, bats. Charles is on 12. Yeah. Uh, how about Spencer? I've got now a new total of 11. Okay. I'm on 12. No, I read worry. every book. I, I activate every artifact. I do everything I can, but still, the <laughs> mysteries of the universe simply elude me. You've only got one more than me. Got the same as it Charles. It surprises me that <laughs> Ch Charles has got one more than me as well. If you're on 12. It seems to be the way to, to, to understand the mysteries of the universe is to attempt not to. Well, Ethan has 28 Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> yes, and let, let, let's see where this has got him. Cthulhu Mythos is like a cat. <laughs> yes. The more you hate it, the yeah. more it comes after you. The more you try to to coax the Kilzulu mythos mm, to you. It yes. just evades you. Can we say that um, because because of everything that's happening, that, that just reaffirms that I'm not actually crazy, and so can I have a pretend increase in my sanity? No. <laughs> no that, that sounds like an amazing idea, which I'm going to completely ignore, and well, except for maybe a bit of light mockery. Um, <laughs> all right, then. Well, with those failures... It sounds like we have a few bouts of madness coming. <laughs> so, I think in the case of Bart, yeah, Bart, I, all of this doesn't really seem that alarming, does it? I mean, you've been through far weirder stuff than this before. You, you've, you've faced horrors that are trying to eat you. You've, you've faced existential terrors. You've been to other worlds. Hell, I, you, you, you have cavorted with serpent people in uh, rather intimate ways. So, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, I, th this is really nothing to worry about, is it? You know, I mean, you, you, can, you, can, you can just sort of relax and enjoy it for what it is, and perhaps treat it as the, the strange curiosity. You are completely detached from the emotional consequences of what you're seeing. Okay, mechanically, what is that? Th that is, yeah, relax. The hero is convinced that the threat is negligible, and he or she sits back and relaxes for one d ten rounds. They might take a minute to light a nice cigar or make a toast with hit flask. <laughs> sounds like a plan. That sounds very, very bad. <laughs> does, that's, yeah. that's, that's why I assigned it to him. As for Charles, I think perhaps, yeah, you're, you're seeing these these creatures shedding their their skins and you know seeing what is underneath and aren't you going through something similar at the moment yourself i mean you've seen what lies beneath your own skin i mean is is this perhaps you know something yeah is this yeah are, are these your kin now is are these you know is this is this your future is this I mean, I, I think at the very least you want to try to understand this all a bit more, don't you? I mean, the, the, this is this situation an opportunity for you to learn what what may be in store for you soon? And for Spencer, this may be an opportunity for you to come up with a crazy plan of some kind for either you know, bringing the situation under control or... Uh, well, wh whatever it is you decide to do. 
Could I just ask, so mechanically, what's happening to um, Charles? And Charles, I, I mean, it's not one of the standard effects, but I just figured making you sort of insanely curious about the whole situation and trying to understand it, uh, regardless of you know how weird or revolting or dangerous it seems to be, you know, sort of just treating it as uh, okay. treating it as a complete curiosity. Fascinating. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Jane is, well, she's lost a bit of sand, but she's okay with this. And Ethan, well, Ethan is Ethan, or at least what Ethan has become. Jane is, is quite perturbed by the situation and she kind of, you know, she, she wasn't quite high alert. She'd had her hand on a pistol and she's kind of thinking like, do I, do I? And she almost kind of gets it out and then she kind of notices that Bar is just looking so serene about the whole situation and she just kind of hesitates and she's like, Wait, what? I, I thought we... what? Bart? Bart? Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Huh? Actually. Oh, absolutely. Everything's going to be fine. Oh. Yeah, I think it's... Would you, do you fancy a smoke <laughs> and a drink? And sort of like, starts patting down his, <laughs> uh, his, his lapels like, I do have these wonderful cigars. They dip them in the finest dark rum and then sweeten them just a smidge of rose water they're absolutely wonderful and he gets out this elaborate uh, cigarillo case and brings one up and rolls it under his nose and smells it oh please do have one we have the time I just kind of shake my head in disbelief I was like screw it just just give me give me a cigar <laughs> Jane needs something <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And, and as Bart is is saying this, I mean, one of the one of the figures that, that was writhing on the ground half gets up. I mean, it's it is uh, tearing off the remains of a gingham dress, and you know the uh, the, the the last vestiges of some long auburn hair and the face that goes with it. And again, you can see this sort of milky scales underneath. And you just hear this sibilant voice saying, Reverend, you saved us. You saved us. And, and you know, this, this flickering forked tongue coming out. Well, you don't see that saved every day. Us. Charles is just walking towards them in a bit of a daze, and he sort of sees... Uh, Bart and Jane sort of smoking and sort of pats his, pats his, his chest where he pulls out his little um, uh, hip flask from his top pocket and swigs it and it's just basically empty. He just lets it drop down from his lifeless fingers and starts slowly stepping towards them. And what's Spencer doing? Um, the only thing that I can think of is possibly saying to myself, right, this town is now without a sheriff. <laughs> I need to step up to the plate, seeing as I'm the only one with the, enough experience and I need to take over the security of nice. this town. Yes. Oh, I like that. You need to try and fasten yourself like a really cheesy-looking sheriff's star out of something. Well, actually, I mean, there is the sheriff's star that is pinned to the remains of his shirt on the ground and also the remains of the skin off his chest. I think Spencer just gets this crazy look in his eye and he starts walking up towards where the piles of skin and cloth and clothes and everything is and he finds the sheriff's skin and looks down and he sees like 
the the sheriff's star like glinting up from the from the dark cloth and, and piles of skin beneath and he reaches down and he kind of plucks the uh the, the star up and he he sort of looks at it for a second pins it to his chest this town this town ain't got no sheriff anymore if there's one thing that I can do is I can serve and protect this is a job for Spencer and uh, I just like pull like tug on the front of my cap and pull it down over my eyes and like <laughs> you there help these people <laughs> Get them to the, uh, get, get them to the, like, and I point out, like, the, the nearest intact building that's not on fire. And I'm like, <laughs> we need to treat these people quickly. Um, and uh, I point to Charles. Charles, get on that <laughs> roof over there and just make sure that we don't have any further interruptions here. This town needs a savior. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love how Spencer's solution to everything involves someone getting on a roof. Yes, yeah, sure. I, I'll get on the roof in a minute. I just wanna just wanna look at this. Hey, God, does it hurt? And he's like walking up to the nearest person. He person nearest lizard person? snake person. person? person Human? Maybe not. Person? Maybe yes. not. Sure. Is it nearest? Yeah, nearest. Yeah. Sentient being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's a yeah, what yeah what was uh the body of a man until fairly recently, uh, a man in late middle age. There's you know there, there are bits of his beard uh scattered all over the ground, um as well as the skin of his face, but you know, it's the beard that stands out. Um and yeah, he's his his clawed hand, or yeah, it's, it's a fairly small, almost vestigial hand, is reaching up, trying to reach his face, but it's not quite long enough, and then yeah, it's, it, it's just scraping along his chest. Here, here you are, buddy. I I, I help you, and it, and Charles sort of bends down, tries to help him up. What's uh, what does it feel like? Are you are you are you in pain? Does it does it hurt? It's it's very strange. What's what's happened to me? Why 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 can't I why can't I touch my face? I don't know exactly what's happened, but it looks like you've uh, you changed. Uh, the Reverend over there's I don't know what he did. I'd love I'd love to know. Uh, something's happened. C come on, I I'll help you. He starts looking down at his clawed hand in, you know, his his milky eyes growing wilder. And so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is, whoa, whoa. is this the Reverend? Is this is this God? What what's happened? I I don't understand. Have have we been reborn? Um, Ethan is kind of trying to stand up a little bit, but stumbles over to the Reverend. I did I did what I could, Reverend. I I prayed. For them to be returned. For them to be given a second chance. Yeah, the the Reverend is is staring at well, first of all, them and then at at you in a, a combination of religious awe and maybe terror. 
I, as if he's just trying to process what's happening, and he's, uh, uh, Yig did this. The, uh, you, you called upon, you called upon his power, and you called upon his mercy, and and this is his blessing. I, I gave it everything I could. I, I couldn't bear to see you in such pain. Well, if it is his will, th- this is, this is going to be. A very different Bingham, is it not? I'm sure we can, we can deal with that. Because we got yes. Spencer Randall on the case. No, <laughs> so, yes. Well, well, clearly, we 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 must make a pilgrimage, mustn't we? We we must go out to, we must go out to his his holiest of sites and call upon his wisdom, take his, his new children out there and, and see see if he has a plan. Did he speak to you of a plan for for Bingham, for his, his children? He didn't mention anything of the sort. I just simply reached out and, and uh, tried to... I just... I, I asked... I can't say I asked. I, I willed that... Willed there to be a, a second chance for these people, but I do, I do think it's important that we we go to this sacred site, as intended tonight, as we were originally going to. We we should go, we should go in the morning. We should go in the light. The the pilgrimage. There is a a degree of of. It, it is a trial as well as a pilgrimage. We, we, we must go there under the sun. We, we must go there when it is hot. And uh, Yes, if, if we are found worthy, if, if Yig accepts us within, within his, his temple, then, then we know that we are all worthy. Well, I mean, Bart and Jane, are you are you just sort of? I mean, obviously, you can hear this conversation. You can hear the conversation that Charles is having with the uh, uh, with the other transformer. You hear him say, "Such a shame that you lost your beard, though. <laughs> like the snake thing, I could I could maybe get on board with, but such, what, your, your beautiful beard's gone." And he's like touching his moustache. Uh, yeah, uh, oh. Yeah, and and he looks down with his his sort of milky lidless eyes at the beard on the ground and tries to reach up again with his clawed hand. Oh, this is going to be very strange. Ah, yes, trial in the morning sounds wonderful. I'm sure it'll all be fine. <laughs> Jane's just puffing away nervously. <laughs> but Spencer was trying to corral everyone to you know, you're co-opting a nearby house. Are you to use like like? trying to turn it into like a makeshift like uh hospital or something sure yeah i mean are bart and jane helping with this or are you just um, standing back and watching the whole thing does anyone need the hospital at this point uh, well e- ethan certainly does ethan looks <laughs> like he's in a really bad state yeah <laughs> that's not doing too hot you guys <laughs> I don't entirely see the point. I don't, I don't feel like anything's going to go badly, but 
<laughs> neither do I see any reason not to help. So why not? And I'm I'm just sort of strolls while blowing smoke rings towards the nearest uh, towards I guess towards Ethan. Yeah, sort of helps him up. <laughs> Come on, Ethan. You you. Oh, I've, you've been worse, haven't you? Come on. If there's any sort of like passing townsfolk or anything like that, I'm kind of like barking orders, like all all hands to to post and. Oh no, no! I basically anyone who is not one of the faithful who's been through this ordeal is is keeping well away from here. Until recently, this place was crawling with rattlesnakes. There were probably still some around here. Uh, there have been explosions. There's been gunfire. There's yeah, basically yeah. I I think any sane towns member is going to keep the hell away from this area for the time being. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just I'm just kind of like setting up security perimeters and things like that. I'm I'm <laughs> protecting and serving of this poor town. I'm like madly obsessive about <laughs> about uh, like being this this new town sheriff that's going to clean up the town. Okay, yeah. I I mean, apart from the you know the people who are now standing shedding the last of their human skin and clothing on the ground. You know, the the only other activity that's going on is Greg, who seems to be in his element at the moment, who is just oh. going around having an all-you-can-eat human skin buffet. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. oh Greg, you funny nice. little one. Is that a good image to leave <laughs> our oh, listeners wow. with? <laughs> yeah. I, yes, I think so, as, as you know, you've... You uh, contemplate, I guess, your plans for tomorrow and whether or not you are going to accompany the Reverend and his new flock on their pilgrimage out to the holiest site of Yig. Delicious. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> 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 okay, well, that's fantastic. And thank you um, all for listening. And uh, sorry, thank you all for playing and thank you all for listening. Um, it'll probably interest you at home to know that we actually had a very different ending originally when this was recorded. Um, we we are going to make this available yeah. to patrons, uh, on our Patreon to patrons, um, because the the direction that the Bout of Madness took made uh, some or all of us uncomfortable. And although we played it out, we decided that we wanted to do something different. So we had a discussion around how the, the podcast went and how we felt about the different scene and how we felt that, that you as the audience would enjoy it. And we, we ultimately decided to re-record it. Um, but that that scene is available on Patreon. I think that record and the conversation afterwards. More importantly, the conversation afterwards is there. Um, so if you find that interesting, then do please uh, reach out to us uh, or, or find it on Patreon. So again, uh, my name is Joe Trey. You can find me on Twitter at HWR Podcast. Um, you can find me through the podcast Discord. The link to that's in the show notes. We have a Facebook page, a Reddit page, and you can contact the podcast directly at howyourpodcast at gmail um, Dave, thank you again so much for playing. Um, how can people find more of your stuff? I am a denizen of our Discord, so go find me there. And join our growing little community. <laughs> I almost feel, uh, and, and again, thank you uh, so much, uh, Aaron, for joining us. I almost feel that um, Bouts of Madness should be your specialty. I think you seem to do them incredibly well and entertainingly. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was um, yeah, it's was, it was a little uh, difficult to think of something meaningful on the fly, but I think I eventually got there. Um, I was I very well. Kind of oh, yeah, fishing yeah, that, if that there was, was anyone else had a better idea, but it seemed that everyone liked the oh, idea. That I was had. great. 
Um, but otherwise, yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, drop me a message or, or even say hello over on the uh, Discord, the How We Roll Discord, and you can find me there. And uh, I know for quite, well, actually anyone on the podcast, you can find them there as well. It's a great place to be. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And um, Curran, again, thank you uh, again for playing. Uh, it seems to have taken a, a, yep. a much more pleasant. Actually, I don't want to talk about the. Uh, the, the I don't want to talk about the thing. No, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't talk so about. Thank, that. Again, thank you so much for playing. <laughs> I'm really excited to see how your character develops here. It seems that uh, we might be leaving you in uh, <laughs> in Oklahoma to establish the new Church of Yig. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. So if anyone. Uh, wants to get in contact with me you can find me on twitter um that's at uh currents underscore lines that's k-u-r-a-n-s underscore l-i-n-e-s um or you can find me on the how we roll uh discord um also i tend to stream games on uh twitch at apm bst on mondays and fridays um currently playing the last of us part two although i won't be playing that by the time you hear this uh that my twitch is uh, twitch.tv forward slash k-u-r-a-n-j um, so yeah feel free to pop by amazing thank you and uh, again uh, Camille thank you so much for joining us uh, how can people find more of your work yeah thank you very much for having me on the show um, you can find me on the discord uh, the How We Roll discord I've recently become involved in it I'm a bit of a, a newbie to discord so uh, do say hi <laughs> um, and you can also find me on twitter at Camille Bruard so C-A-M-I-L-L-E B-R-O-U-A-R-D <laughs> And uh, last but by no means least, thank you again, Scott, for uh, taking us through it. I've, I've really enjoyed the uh, mm-hmm. both versions of the... Uh, uh, <laughs> well, no, maybe not. Uh, again, thank you so much for taking us through it. It's been a very interesting uh, evening, for sure. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's been quite educational for me as well. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much for having me back. And if people want to contact me, yes, I can be fi- found loitering around the How We Roll Discord. So take a look for me there. Alternatively, if you take a look at blasphemoustomes.com, which is the home of the Good Friends of Jackson Elias podcast, which I do with my good friends Paul Fricker and Matt Sanderson, you can find links to our various social media presences there. So you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook and possibly other places. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon with more Call of Cthulhu and more Dungeons and Dragons. If you can't wait that long, uh, the next episodes and more have already been uploaded to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash how we roll podcast. For $5 a month, you get early access to all our shows and you also get some secret bonus content, including Patreon only recordings, such as our playthroughs of Space Between with uh, Scott Dorward as Keeper and Cult Divinity Lost with Craig from Red Noon Roleplay as GM. Uh, absolutely fantastic patreon is also the best way of supporting the show and without your support we actually can't continue to release every week so thank you to all of our patrons thank you so much and we want to say a huge thank you to our newest patrons nicholas dreyer thomas funk romulan rena and josh richter thank you we also want to say a big thank you to battle bards who supplied many of the sound effects and music you've heard in today's episode uh, so please do check out battlebards.com and give them a look and um, that is all from us we'll be back very soon as i said with more call of cthulhu and more dungeon dragons so just check it out see you soon bye